All right, welcome back to All American Wine and Whiskey, Season 2, Episode 7. We are doing some bourbon today, and we're doing bookers. So glad to have everybody join us again today. Um, as always, got my best buddy, Wee Man. What's going on? Philly Phil. How we doing? Might have a good New Year? Yeah. New Year? Oof. Oof. Yeah, it was a new year, right? Christmas was good, right? Yeah. Um, we're, we're kind of coming into this now. Uh, we just got off Christmas vacation. We asked Santa Claus for some stuff. For those you get a new house? I have not yet. <laughs> <laughs> we man had nothing on his list, so did you get nothing, we man? Um, I got a few things, yeah. Well, I got this new equipment we're podcasting into, so we're trying out. We, we all have our little, little speaking device here today. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Uh, this is crazy. You got uh, a switchboard? We got a switchboard. It ain't that fancy, Philly <laughs> Phil. <laughs> now we just need a studio. Yeah, we do. If we can get Philly Phil's studio, we'll be in good shape. We all got our own mics here. I mean, this is nice. We're, we're still kind of sitting uh, within two feet of each other, but we've all got our own mics. So uh, still broadcasting here in the uh, Bourbon Library. Um, I'm, feeling, sure, I'm sure the dog good. will be barking soon. Yeah. I'm sure the dog will be barking. Kids will be screaming. You know how it goes. But, I'm feeling uh, pretty professional. Yeah. Well, we're going to be uncut and unfiltered, right? Yeah. We're still going to do that. And uh, literally, yeah. Literally. So definitely going uncut, unfiltered today. So um, as you said, we're going to be doing the bookers today. Um, Philly Phil, did you have a good Christmas vacation? I did. I yeah. know you did. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I know you did because I was with you. We man, we went to Las Vegas. Crazy. Oh, it was fun. It was fun. We were hoping to be able to do a podcast while we were out there. Even though we've done a Smoke Wagon podcast, we were like, we're going to have to meet Aaron, right? And we're going to try to find him. Yeah, they're still not doing any tours or being open. They're still three to six months away, unfortunately. Tell me one thing. Are the plastic ponies still there? So we've talked about the plastic ponies, and unfortunately, um, they're not at the MGM. Oh, this is devastating. Um, They have the upgraded ponies but mm. i don't even know i mean they're still made out of plastic but they are i mean it's all digital <clears throat> it's all digital, digital. it's bet you I it mean, costs more than a quarter i we, i didn't do them philly phil i tried they were packed oh were they yeah so i tried the uh the you know day i stayed over yeah you stayed an extra couple days yeah but they uh mm. i couldn't find an open seat yeah, it sucks. The The original Plastic Ponies that you and I awesome. played Wee Man before, it's not an MGM. It's gone. Now, Philly Phil and I are doing some research. We just never got out and did yeah. it. We heard they're at the D, uh, so which is like downtown Vegas, or not downtown Vegas, Fremont. Yep. Um, but, yeah, we, we heard they're at the D. Uh, can't confirm. We never saw them. There is brand-new Plastic Ponies. We saw them in Luxor. MGM. MGM, Excalibur. Excalibur, yeah. Um, so they put them in all their resources. So it sounds, I mean, there, there's some plastic They just weren't in Mandalay Bay. It just, yeah, they weren't in Mandalay where we stayed. Um, and Phil and I played, you know, he paid to pass a lot. <laughs> Come on, on the craps machine. <laughs> we actually played a lot of craps. It was fun. It was a good time. So uh, hope everybody had a great, uh, great Christmas, great holiday, great New Year. And we're really excited to start off and kick off this podcast for 2022. Um, yes, we're still in uh, season two, uh, but we're hitting our second year, uh, obviously, as far as uh, podcasts going out. So we're really kicking it off with a bang. And we hope you enjoy this. Uh, Booker's bourbon. Um, and what better than uncut, unfiltered? Um, and the first one we're going to do, 
God, I wish I had a full bottle of this. But a good buddy of mine uh, who knows about the podcast, I, I got a sample from him. And, yeah, it's a sample. I wish we had the whole bottle. But we've got a Booker's 30 sample here that we're going to start off and, and taste a little bit. Philly Phil, what do you know about Booker's 30? Is it How old is it? 30. 30 years old? 30 years old. We man, is that right? No. <laughs> no, I wish it was. <laughs> but it's not 30 year. It's it's a 30th anniversary celebration, right? Yeah. It looks like it came from a science lab. It does. So these little, I think you get these on Amazon. It's like a little beaker or I something, think it's right? Like two ounce pour. I think yeah. it is two ounces. Yeah. yeah. They're, well, two ounce. Uh, oh, there's a little bit in there. I got to make sure this is finished. <laughs> like there's a little bit of a, a remnant I left here. Oh, but, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're basically breaking down. I I got one ounce, and you guys probably split the other one. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't know. I actually I think I'm divvied it up pretty good. But anyway, um, so we've been obviously it's not a thirty year. Tell us a little bit about this Booker's thirty. But before you tell us about that, what what is Booker's? What what happened? What's what's this branding that came you know to be you know probably you know over thirty years ago? So. You guys can probably correct me if I'm wrong, because I think you guys know this pretty well, too. But um, I think it was Freddie Booker No, which is where the Booker's name. Freddie Booker No, Jr. Second. Yeah, which yep. is Jr. Yep. Um, started started that, and he wanted to create a line that was basically barrel-proof, uncut, unfiltered, which back in the day was unheard of, I guess, right? Yeah, I don't know if it was all uncut, unfiltered. Um, yeah, because he originally started the was it the small batch? It is small Lincoln? batch. So I think ninety two was the first small batch, right? Right. Uh, I think that's kind of where it all started. That coined, yeah, yeah. Coined so, small batch. so with it, that's kind of where the the very first small batch started. We've talked about Blanton's kind of being the first single barrel, um, and we've talked about uh, oh help me out, uh, neat, and the neat um, documentary. Yep. They talked, talked about, about first small batch being uh, Freddie Book. Um, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, Freddie Freddie Bo- Bo- yeah. No, um, his, uh, the second, yes. Uh, being the first kind of that start of the, the small batch. Um, but yeah, go ahead. So yeah, we, we talked about coining the phrase small batch. Um, but he wanted, he wanted something different, a different line that, um, wasn't kind of like what you have today. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, it's just the, the Booker's line, as my understanding, is is basically an uncut, unfiltered uh, Yeah, everything variation. now is definitely uncut, unfiltered, yeah. um, and very selective. And, you know, typically you see four different variations each yeah, year. Yeah, once per year, um, four times per year, right? Right. Yeah. Last year in 2020, they, they weren't comfortable releasing one of them, so there was only three variations in 2020. Um, and we're going to sample one of those as well today after we do the 30. We're going to go to the original, uh, the first release of 2020 and, and sample and taste it. Uh, Phil, Phil, what do you know as far as about Booker's or, or you know, anything? Yeah, about I, mean, I did the, a lot of research on the, uh, on the Granny's batch and just how they, um, you know, they release different batches and have a story uh, behind the name. Uh, I, I did read a little bit about how... Um, there's some relationship to Jim Bean. Yes. Too. Yep. So I don't know how I didn't get into exactly how Booker was related to. So this all comes from Beam Distillery, right? Um, and Beam Distillery, this is kind of like one of the products legs of Beam, right? So you got your original Jim Beam bourbon, 
Uh, it's been around for what we man probably 125 years. 1795, I believe. Well, originally, yeah. I and think then prohibition. This, yeah, so I and think then, this one's 120. <laughs> the distillery, right? I think, opened in 1935. Okay, yes, yeah, so right around there. So 35. So yeah, it's le- it's less than that. But anyway, about 100 years ago. Um, so they've got the original Beam product. You've got Booker's. Uh, what else you got, we man? Basil Hayden, Knob Creek. Yeah, various um, different lines. Yeah, so there's other things that they have that they kind of produce. This is another one-off. Now, Booker, um, no, Noel, um, you know, this is kind of the the project, right? So the third, who's the master distiller at Beam, you know, is kind of taking this on. But it was some of those, like, hey, we want to do a small batch. So obviously from a couple variations, you know, probably six to 10 to 12 different areas in the rick house and that type of thing and different ages and then a blending to make this kind of this you know what they would say is a perfect nice small batch that you kind of get instead of that and they, they aim for the, the um center of the rick house from yes. what i've read so it's like you know uh where the humidity and all the elements you know kind of come together to create the unique flavor yeah, and it's oh, a lot more stable. I would say the the middle of the rib, brick house is more of a stable control versus your outside and your top and bottom. You know, they're going to have a lot more fluctuation, yep. right? So yep. your angel share, devil share, I mean, all that is going to fluctuate. So the heat, the cold, it's going to fluctuate a lot more. Where the middle of that rick house is going to have a lot more even temp. So, yeah, a lot they're focused on that even and that middle temp is where kind of these bookers come from to kind of give it that unique more consistent profile going forward. So we made, well, we're getting ready to go for this Booker's 30. And, and I want you to tell us a little bit about what you know about the 30, because I really want to taste this because it's, I mean, oh, probably, unfortunately for our podcast listeners, it's probably pretty rare to find this right now. Um, just knowing where it's not going to be ever produced again. And I think it's probably two to three years out since the last time it was ever, yeah, when so it was actually made. I so. think it was 18 that it was released. Okay. It was a, it was a limited release. Yep. Um, obviously, just once for the 30th anniversary of uh, No's first namesake release, I believe. Yeah. Is what they what they did it for. So it's not a 30 year, which would be right crazy. Yeah, it would be. I don't even know if it'd be good. <laughs> yeah, to be I don't know. Yeah. Um, but my understanding is this is a blend of well, they originally only wanted to do 16 a 16 year. Um, Only, yeah. Okay, but no was just like the nose is off, right? So they brought in a nine year as well to blend it to, to, get to that blend small it. Batch. So yep. they not the typical Booker's where they might do a few more blends, but this one is a nine, a combination of a nine and a, and 16. a sixteen. So it's only two different ones, and that's it. That is my understanding. Wow. Yep. Okay. Um, and now there is a twenty, a Booker's twenty, I know of, and a twenty-five. There might be some other ones too. Fifteen. Not as familiar, obviously, because I, my my bourbon, you know, history of me drinking bourbon doesn't go that far back. I know yeah. I've seen some of those, and I know there's a rye as well, supposedly, um, that's out there. Very sought after. Um, and Philly Phil, we'll let you Google machine this. What on secondary, if you can even find this thing, what a secondary goes for? Because I'd be curious to see what a book of thirty goes for. But I could give you a rough idea. Mm-hmm. Then. You think so? Let him look it up if you want. Okay. Um, what else? Anything else we meant before we partake in this? So I, well, we can probably, well, no, it doesn't say on the bottle because we don't have that <laughs> bottle. <laughs> on this two ounce little thing where I've written Booger's 30 on it. <clears throat> so I can tell you it's 62.9. Okay. So it's going to, it's, it's up there. All right. Uncut, unfiltered. Oh yeah. 
All right. Uh, 16 year juice and nine year juice blended. All yep. right. Cool. All right. Well, I'm ready to taste it. I don't know about I'm you guys. Excited. Wow. Um, I don't know. Maybe I've got the coronavirus. I don't get a lot of nose on it. I thought it was just going to burn my nostrils to death being burn that big. A little bit. Yeah, Is it burn yours? Okay. Maybe I've got the virus. Sorry, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm getting a little chocolate ch covered cherry. Mm. Oh, when it hits my lips, it's burning. My lips still work. Oh, it's hot. Ooh. Wow. That is, put your big point pants on for that one. Wow. As Phil says, that's, that's got some spice and heat to it. Wow. So you would think it would settle down a little bit at 16 year old, right? Yeah. Um, it is it is hot. We man, what's your first thoughts on that one? It's delicious. Good God. You your first thoughts, your legs, man. Look at the damn legs on that Glen Karen. I mean, it's like it streaked it. It looks like oil-based paint coming off of the yeah, glass. Yeah. <laughs> that is nuts. So I don't know. I, I get more of like vanilla and caramel. Yeah, you said vanilla. I got a lot of oak on it now, which is that remnants of the vanilla, right? Well, I get oak on the taste itself. I get oak on the nose. That vanilla is more of the American oak I get. What else you got? <clears throat> you know, the funny thing is when I – I don't know. Normally with beam <clears> – <throat> excuse me. I say – you get like a nutty, sometimes with a nutty flavor. Okay. Like uh, some sort of nuts in there, whether peanuts or something else. But yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not getting a whole lot of that. Are you? No, I'm not. What about you, Philly uh, Phil? No. I mean, I think that's <clears throat> what they're known for is, is partly their nutty flavor. Is it? Yeah. For pokers. Peanuts, usually. Really? Is it? I didn't know it was. Uh, but I don't get that on this one. I I get the vanilla, um, and I get a lot of spice, and my throat's burning. Well, I think so. So here's the one thing. Yeah, that was the shock and all moment. We haven't been drinking, right? Right. Um, so we kind of came into this. Sometimes, if you can't tell on some of these podcasts, we might partake a little bit before these. <laughs> we we haven't really partaken in any um, any whiskey before this, so mm. it was a little bit of a shock to the system. That immediate burn is, I've always found, the very first time that I sip whiskey or, you know, I have it, I get that burn no matter what it is. I could even have, like, a Buffalo Trace or, a, you know, a very old Barton 80 proof. That first is always going to hit you a little bit because you're just not used to that ride and that straight up front on the palate. Uh, second second uh, sip, I didn't get it as bad. So I don't think it's as hot as originally that, you know, we were talking about. Yeah, um, well, when you start with this, you're going to get hit with something. I mean, oh, of course. I mean, that's <laughs> uncut, unfiltered. You're going to yeah. fill it. Um, uh, the, the nose, like I said originally, I didn't get anything on it. Um, I didn't smell heat. I didn't. I didn't get a lot of you know, you know, kind of spice or you know, cinnamon tones or anything that I thought was going to be hot when I tasted it. So I think my palate was a little bit shook when I took it in. Um. But I definitely, after the nose, 
I definitely get a lot of oak on it. Yeah, I'm getting. I get a ton. I, of oak. I would agree with that. A lot of oak on the taste. Yeah. Yep. Um, just a ton of oak on the nose. Um, and now if I really get my nostril into it, you can get a little bit of burn into it. Um, but uh, what about overall, on the finish, though, like on the tongue. I mean, it's dry. I I, I think. I mean, it is. It's got it's got a little bit of dryness to it. Yeah. Not, not over the top. Though. No, but uh, I mean, it's. You, it it stays there for a little while, I would say. Um, really tasty. Um, that's my last bit, and unfortunately, we don't have a lot of this to continue on with tasting notes. But um, I think overwhelming. The thing I got was the vanilla oak. I get a lot of oak in it, um, which I guess you could kind of expect if you're laying down, you know, a bottle for sixteen years in oak. You're going to have a lot of that. You want to know how much it's going for? <laughs> yeah, tell us that. Says uh one thousand one hundred and forty nine dollars. Okay, that's about what I saw. I was, Eleven fifty to sixteen hundred. I was, I was expecting about fifteen hundred bucks for it. Um, Whew. which is a lot of money to pay for it, right? Got a good friend that sent me that. One. You know, you know, <laughs> two that, ounces. How much know, is that? Yeah. You know what it is retail though. No, what was the retail? That's a two hundred bucks. Was the retail? So I mean, if you think about that at the time, that's that's up there. Yeah, because uh, a, a little book. Um, well, it's going up now, but a little book used to be one twenty nine, right? And people said that was expensive, and eight, yeah. People, I mean, so in twenty eighteen, a little book was probably one nineteen. I would say thereabouts, well, whatever, somewhere around yeah. there, <laughs> depending on state. Um, so yeah, two hundred. That's, I mean, twenty eighteen, starting to get into the big bourbon boom. Um, along with everything else, um, obviously, you know, the twenty twenty and the coronavirus and everything's changed a lot of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty hefty for retail. That's yeah. So Noah was the grandson of Jim Bean. Uh, the second. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, great grandson. Something like that. I don't know. You had the Google machine out. I was just, no, the one time master distiller at the Jim Bean distillery before he passed away was the grandson of Colonel James Beauregard Bean, better known as Jim. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, so that's right. So that's, that's that, right. He died in 2004, right? I Correct. Think. Yeah, he died in 04. That's right. Um, so the third, who's Master Distiller, he, that's right. He's great grandson. That's yeah. right. That so Nono started working in the distillery in his 20s. This whiskey celebrates the 30th anniversary of Nono's first namesake release. Yeah. I think he was, what, the sixth Master Distiller there? Something like that. Yeah. I think you're right. I think he's six and his son's seventh. I think that's right. I think you're right on that. All right, so we're going to move on and transition. Um, Phil, Phil, this is what, Granny's Batch we're going to now? Yeah, Granny's Batch. Um, so this is the 2020, the first release of the 2020. And I can't see because Philly Phil's got the bottle so far away. Let me grab it. Let's see. So, we, man, what's the uh, what's the proof on this one? Ooh, it's up there, too. 63.2. 63.2. Boys, so, you might not be driving home after this. 126.4 <laughs> on the proof. 126.4. All right. Um, anybody got any tasting notes on this one? Uh, uh, I haven't drank it yet. So, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, like anything about it? Does anybody oh, got yeah. anything on this? Well, I can read you what it says off the bottle. Let's start That's perfect. With. So this one is age... <laughs> Six years, four months, four months and, and 21, 21 days. days. Okay, so it's a mixture, right? So I would assume they're not pulling them. No, it says it's aged in six different locations. Okay. 
Um, and are they different years or barrels from, or not? Yeah, blended barrels yeah. from two different production dates. Okay. What are Four those? different uh, rickhouses. Is, is there different dates? Like different dates as far as years or just like just one off? Like, okay, this is like from April and this one's fifth and this one's april 7th yeah i just jotted down two different production dates i yeah i don't think it was different years i think it was just different dates okay so just different production dates and then how many rick houses what four was... four different rick houses four different rick houses yeah. themselves themselves yeah. and then different number of floors or is it all same floor like exactly all i think it was different <clears throat> floors okay um six different locations i believe six different locations of the four rick houses yeah okay Gotcha. Um, and does anybody have a production run? What are, what are they making of these? Phil, Phil, you might have to Google machine that one. How many? Yeah, I'm just curious to see what the production run is on this. Because you'd think, you know, we're talking about, what, four Rick houses, six different locations. I mean, it's still pretty big. That's yeah. still a pretty big chunk of small batches. I mean, they're, they, they're pretty – they've always been pretty available, right? Well, they've always been pretty expensive, though, too. Right, and I think that's why. Yeah. Um, they've always been $79, is that right, typically, somewhere around there? Know. A few years ago, I think they were 79 Now they're up, upwards of 90 to $100. Yeah, and that's, again, inflation yeah. and, unfortunately, all we're dealing with there. But I think it's always been a $79 bottle, which people don't flock to. So I think it it's been, been 89 I, I don't Yeah, somewhere around there. It was up there. So it's always been kind of – I've always found it. It was always – you could find it. It wasn't like – it's not like it's always on the shelf, but you would always, every once in a while, you would see it, right? Some variation of it. Some yes. variation, right? That or the little book, you you would always kind of, there would always want to be there. And they've got really cool branding, right? You've got the three-sided wood box with the little plastic, you know, sleeve that goes in. And by the way, I've seen people make cool, um, you know, variations of uh, smoke boxes out of them to smoke old fashions and stuff out of. It's kind of cool. I've seen people do that, but uh Kind of a neat branding. I mean, I throw all mine away. <laughs> I guess I, I've got, probably got a couple of them. They're still in the box. As we look up on the uh, the library, I do actually see one. I think it's a little book, yeah, maybe still in the box. But yeah. most of them were out and uh, out in the open. Um, now I did not crack into my favorite, which was the Beaten Biscuits, which was in 2019. I still, I still will tell you, I've never had an uncut, unfiltered better than that. But you know, we'll try to try this Granny's batch and. Kind of see what everybody's thoughts are. So, Phil, Phil you haven't even poured yourself any. Uh, uh, feel free to pour yourself. Normally, I, I would already say that was his second one he yeah. was pouring. <laughs> well, you threw him for a loop, I guess. He, he I did. I, I sent him on a mission on the Google machine, and he, he's out and doing it. So, we may have, while he's Googling, searching, and see if we can find this impossible thing, which you might not be able to see, a uh, number of bottles that they're producing in these small batches. Um, what do you know about this one specific or anything else you want to share about the Booker's program itself. So I just took a sniff of this one. It's sweetness on the nose. Do you get any of that or no? Yeah, but there's something else weird there. Peanut butter? Maybe so. Yeah, you say peanut butter, but it always you you always you've always said this about this. So you get this peanut butter nose, and it's not what I get. Um and you say the peanut butter flavor. I, think I said that about Willet. Yeah, I think you always say that about yeah. Willet. You're always like peanut butter, peanut butter, peanut yeah. butter for Willet. Um, well, let yeah. me do, let me tell you what is made up of this. So it's 77% corn. Okay. Yeah. 13% rye, 10% malted barley. Okay. So 
I mean, you would think pretty sweet. You would think so. Right? I mean, that's kind of what I was getting on the, on the nose there, but. I do get it. Um, you know what? You say peanut butter. I always get um, dry. I always get wet oak. You always say peanut butter, and I get a wet oak taste to me where it always has like a. How that to my palate is wet oak, right? Again, to each his own. Different. I think it's taste. the exact same thing. Although now I get the peanut butter smell a little taste bit. Taste it. Yeah, I know I the it. taste. I do get the nose peanut butter, and I think you're forcing me to get it. Like it's every time anybody says something, you're like, "Well, it, it kind of tastes like this." You're like, "Oh, now I get it." It might not even be peanut butter. It just could be a, like a nutty profile of some sort. But I definitely get peanut butter on that. Do you? Yeah. You haven't even tasted it yet. I did. I just took it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I get the nut flavor. I do. It's not that dry. Yeah, I'm sorry, not dry. It's not that wet, moist wood sometimes that I get, which I always think the Willet profile has a little bit more. Did you just when say, you say moist? I did say moist. Very oh. moist. Um, my wife would be so happy. I can't wait. She listens to this to the podcast. Let's do it real quick for her. She loves it. Ready? Moist, moist, moist. moist. All right. Now she has turned off the. But we just let at twenty five minutes. We just lost a listener, right? <laughs> Great. Now we're down to two. Oh bullshit! <laughs> Your mom still listens. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I get the peanut butter. Phil, Phil, what do you get off of it? I got just the, all peanut butter. I got the nut uh, flavor, a little bit of oak. Yeah, I don't get the oak as much as I did on the thirty. No, not thirty not was that massive much. oak. Not as hot. No, not but as maybe hot. Maybe just I've been drinking now, and I drank a yeah, scorcher maybe, before. Exactly. Maybe so. I mean, it's, I still get some burn to it's it. It's still pretty up there, and the legs on this one are. Up. I mean, they're. <coughs> as you say that, <coughs> now I'm choking on the rye. Oh, that's funny. Uh, all right. Well, what's what's your last thoughts on it then, Philip? Phil, what's what's your thoughts on this one? Um, I I, I really like this one. <coughs> um. A little bit of vanilla. I get the peanut for sure comes through. All right. Um, I want to go seven and a half. I mean, I like how each bottle has a story behind it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's a cool thing. So this thing with Granny's mm-hmm. Batch was named after um, the, uh, what was her name? Granny No. <laughs> What's that? Granny No. It was Book- Granny Margaret No. Yeah. Who was Booker No's uh, mom and Fred No Fred No's grandma. Margaret Beam. Yeah, yeah Margaret Beam No. Yeah. Jim Beam's daughter. Right. Right? Yep. There's she's a whole the lot youngest, of family going she's on. She's the youngest of Jim Beam's children. There you go. And uh she was really known for her nutcakes. Okay. At Christmas. Well, there you go. So I think that's where the nutty profile is coming. It tastes in. like a nut cake. That's what I was gonna say, and you took it away from. <laughs> <laughs> we man, what's your thoughts on this bottle? I I actually enjoy it. Um, I personally don't think you need to cut it with anything. Some people may, um, but I think it can stand on its own. Yeah, I would I would agree that um, I would say a lot of other listeners probably want to cut it. Maybe a little bit of a cube or a little bit of water. Just a splash, maybe. Um, it is hot. I mean, it's going to be a palate wrecker for sure. Um, I, you know, I get the I get the peanut butter profile in this. Now, I, if you do, put, if you do cut it, do you get different? It, it would bring. Oh different yeah, it's going to be completely different. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And maybe we'll do that when we'll do that one podcast. We'll we'll experiment a little bit and just see what it, you know what we can do, and we'll take one and see. Um, this one, 
I'm going to give it a six and a half. It's not my favorite that I've ever had from Booker's. Um, I'm not a big peanut butter guy anyway. So, um, Philly Phil, what did you think of the Booker's I'm 30? Giving it a, I'm giving the Booker's 30. I'm going to give a seven. Seven? All right. But I actually like this better. I'm well, giving this one a seven one? and a half. Okay. All right. So, you're really that way. We man, what's your thoughts on the 30? Um, I liked it. I, I really did. A uh, little bit different than this one, mm-hmm. but um, still very enjoyable. I'm uh, probably seven and a half on that one. Yep. I'd agree with you 100%. I think I'm seven and a half on the Booker's 30. Didn't over the top blow me away. Um, Would I spend twelve hundred dollars? Absolutely on it? not. No. no. I mean, I'm I mean, glad we got a nice. That's just it. that. That's that's a library piece that somebody's doing, right? Um, but at two hundred bucks, I, I might buy it, especially yeah. knowing it was a thirty. I would do it then, right? I think retail. You showed me two hundred bucks. I'd I'd spend the money on. Well, it. you can't get that now because it's gone. But of course, yeah. yeah. Um, but a lot more oak on it. Uh, a lot more vanilla. A lot more approachable, uh, although the spice at the front was pretty big. I still think is I think it still it was spicier than this, but um, you could tell the difference with the age too. I think, you know, I, I do I do could tell the difference. It's just a little bit more well rounded, exactly, exactly. And I think that age kind of showed itself in the thirty versus this um, six year, whatever you said, four month. 13 day, yeah. 12 seconds, four months, but, 21 days, yeah, whatever it to, was. To finish this one off, this one, I'd, I'd say probably a seven. I still enjoyed this one as well. Yeah. I, and I, I'm going this one, the same thing, seven or six and a half on this one and uh, on the 2020. And then, um, like I said, seven and a half on the other one. So, all right, guys, we well, appreciate it. Uh, happy New Year to everybody. Uh, thanks for joining us. Check us out, allamericanwineandwhiskey.com. As always, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Have a good one.